What's up, everybody? Shut up. We're here. <laughs> Happy 420. Um, so uh, <laughs> you are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet podcast with Canna Queen. That's me. Mm. Hi. And MJ, that's her. Mm. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, their guests, their subsidiaries. Uh, please note, we're not medical physicians or attorneys. Any information uh, that we share is based solely on our own personal research, knowledge, and experience. Uh, so I hope you got one rolled up, and I'm glad that you showed up. And uh, let's let's get this party started. Oh, look, the micro microphone is like <laughs> right there. We'll just put it there. Hi, everybody. Hi. We made it today. <clears throat> we did. Happy 420. Happy 420. Oh, we should relight this. Oh, I didn't even realize it. It, it went out and then I just didn't relight it. <clears throat> it has been going out. Um, how's everyone doing today? Um, I hope y'all are good. Say hi in the comment section. You know, we can't see you sometimes unless you say hi, hi to us. It's, it's been a week. It's been a week. I'm so tired. I know. We didn't even tell you what we did last week, y'all. We forgot to tell you what we did last and and where we I feel been. like it's just been a blur since then. Yeah. So we said, where have we been? And then we just proceeded to not tell you where we had been. <laughs> so that was interesting and fun. Uh, where we had been is... Uh, hey, Cal. We had been to Tico time. In uh, Mexico. We had been... Uh, I had been to Durango. Um, we had been doing a couple of events. Lots of events. But lots of events in August. Good events. Good. Uh, good. I was gonna ask. I know the the y'all. It was late in the evening or early morning, I think. Right, that Florida was supposed to get the whatever they're gonna get. 
Um, my parents are in Georgia. Mom said that it's uh, lots of wind and rain, um, and they ha she has the eye going over. Like I've been watching the radar. Like ah, yeah. Uh, and and they're in Metter, Georgia, so it's the south uh, southeastern side of Georgia. And um, yeah, hope everyone's safe. Um, it and, went out. Uh, hopefully everyone will be protected in this time because that it looks rough. Yes. Storm um, these storms are getting worse. And um, y'all should be outraged about it because there's nothing that we can do about it. It's all up to the large corporations and entities to change their practices. Lead the way in order to reverse the damage that we can reverse that's been done to this planet and you throwing your can in the recycling is, is just not enough. It's yeah. just, it, we don't make as individuals a big enough impact. Even if every individual followed suit, the impact is not big enough to save the damage that has been done to this planet by corporations and the technology and the capability is there and out there. Things have been developed. The natural capabilities to um, fix some of the damage that has been done is also there. And um, I mean, to, to not be utilizing that because uh, a hurricane, you guys, a hurricane, a hurricane and an earthquake. Who, what we saw, who, uh, w uh, showing a picture of the tornado over the mountains of Montana. Yeah. What? Over the mountains. What? That's typically, I mean, okay, weather, it's a possibility, obviously, but. Clearly, it's a possibility. But it typically only happens over flatlands. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, the weather's been crazy. I want y'all to be careful out there. Be safe. Hunker down. Get lots uh, of water. It'll be an interesting winter. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's rained almost every day this summer in in our area. Almost and every single day. One way or another. Yeah. Or hailed like the other day. So I went to see Weezer. It was dope. Um, it brought the little punk kid out in me. Um, I've always been super eclectic. So I listen to every genre of music just about. And um, so, and, and I have done that this year for sure with my concert choices and venues. Um, but yeah, Weezer was one of my favorites growing up. So, and so was like, you know, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and NWA. Like I loved all of those and, you know, so. It was just a, a <sighs> very prevalent soundtrack in our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it um, was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, they put on an amazing show. We were at Fiddler's Green uh, and, uh, oh, and we're seeing Wu-Tang next week yep. on Friday. I'm so stoked on that. Um, so, so we have, we've had, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting um, musical summer. I started out with Twiddle, um, saw um, the Marley Brothers, saw Janet Jackson and Ludacris. Janet Jackson, work on your presentation. Just a little just critique. Don't, don't tour anymore like just, that. Yeah, don't do that. Mm -hmm. If that's going to be the case, do it at an intimate spot. Don't do it at a big venue. Anyways, uh, saw Dead and Company. Dead and Company, that was awesome. Oh, so good. Um, saw um, 
saw was this the net was what was the last one we saw revolution revolution we saw revolution they were with iration um and um the externals eternals i can't remember the name anyways there's four bands um and pacifier was there i would say something with a p um (laughs) and then saw weezer and gonna see so it's been a, a musical amazing summer so that's part of where we've been to. Oh, we went to the Reggae Fest, too, Antico Time. Yep. So we saw um, Marlon Asher, Perfect Giddy Money, and a few others there. I can't list them all because I don't know all of their names. But you guys um, but I go know. check out the lineups because yeah. they're all listed on those. <laughs> Amazing. Um, check out our past stories or whatever. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, hopefully... Um, as far as going back to what we were talking about a minute ago, hopefully you guys stay safe out there um, in the South the weather and world. the weather world. And I mean, I'm not telling you to stop doing what you're doing for the environment. Keep doing it. But our impact is not enough is what I'm saying. So we have well, to, yeah, we everyone do, has to be a part, including like the, the corporation. Yeah. If the corporations aren't a part of it, every single person on this planet could do what we needed to do. If the corporations aren't part of it, we, it wouldn't be enough. It would not be enough. So, um, and their resources are necessary in certain situations to implement some of these changes, but they would also have to cut back on like the waste and the pollution and the etc. things, which they won't do because that's where they make their money by destroying this beautiful planet, uh, which will destroy us before it, we destroy it trust which i I think that brings everything full circle about the weather is uh we need to (laughs) uh, we're we're paying attention to the weather it's been it's been crazy y'all we're sending our protectors to you Um, but yeah so far uh, everyone in in my florida fam has checked in as okay um been getting updates from mom that you know it's uh wind and and it's windy wind and rain she's got a puppy no, they have not. They won't get it till October. Oh, thank goodness. Um, it's it's just been born, so they have to wait for the eight weeks. You know, our parents are getting a puppy. My parents are getting a golden doodle puppy. Do you want your parents getting a puppy? We want them to stay small. Its name's going to be Harrison. Golden doodle still. Anyways, <laughs> the dog's not gonna stay small. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your mom getting a puppy? <laughs> Anyways, um, mm-hmm. I have to say something about why I'm mad today. I'm mad today. I have a reason to be mad today, but also I want to talk about how I'm not mad today, too, because something happened with a previous being mad, a couple of previous mad, mad uh, corners that have reversed. So. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. And then uh, the other mad, what the why? I'm mad today, today because, um, because people are inconsiderate. I'm very mad today about people that. People that are called friends. I mean, that are inconsiderate. If you don't want to see, if you don't, it's, it's not even about me, right? I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this as vague as possible. It's not even about me, but it's about somebody I care about. If you don't want to see somebody, just say that, or don't make plans with them because literally people took off work. 
people like were excited to see you and hang out with you. And then you don't even fucking bother to return a text message. Like, I hope you're okay. I'm going to say that first because I always have to preface with that. I would feel absolutely horrible if something were to happen. Uh, but also I think you're fine and that you're just being inconsiderate and you're grown, you're grown ass person, uh, very grown. And so like, you know how text messages work, even if you're like hung over or not feeling it today or like whatever. The only, the only like, excuses are uh, jail and hospital. Jail, and hospital, death. or you're really inconsiderate. You're really fucking inconsiderate and like, stop it at your old age. Stop it at your old age. That's why I'm mad because listen, if you're old enough to have this device in your hand, then you're old enough to just fucking communicate with somebody. Just fucking say, I'm not going to make it today or whatever the fuck. That's it. That's it. That's it. Especially when that, when people have, taking time uh, out of their schedule to accommodate you. This is fucking rude. You want to talk about being a burden. That's the burden. That's the burdensome part. That's it. That's it. You're not a burden if, you know, I have space and you need a space to stay. But you are a burden if you fail to communicate with me. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> you are. Like, that is burdensome. You, know, you could take that however you literally i could be talking about 15 people right now it's a burden okay like just fucking communicate it's simple simple as that but we have some reverses so i told you guys there were two things that happened uh i don't know if i talked about the second one on the on this show might have done it on the instagram or something but maybe i did but okay so there were two instances where people took money from me like literally suck the money out of my account. So one of them was, uh, it was like an online thing where they had already charged me for an item that I received. Uh, they charged me like two or three months later and I had called them and be like, what is this charge? They told me what it was and I was like, fine, whatever. Then they charged me for it again. So I ended up having to have this phone call. I was on the phone for probably a good hour going back and forth with this guy who kept like, um, let me talk to my manager. And then like, okay, we can. And then he would come back and he would be like, we can give you back 25%. And I was like, I don't know why you think this is a negotiation. This is not a negotiation. This like is what's gonna like, happen we don't give a hundred percent i was like we don't even give refunds but mm -hmm. i'll give you 25 percent. that's what he kept telling me we don't do refunds i'll give you 25 percent. we can't do 100 percent. and i was like you will do 100 percent because you stole my money i did not give you permission to take this money as a matter of fact i'm gonna report you <laughs> so i went full white woman on him uh but with reason and with cause and without racism. You know you could do that without being racist. Did you know? You can. Okay. So he kept uh, telling me. So then he kept saying, let me check with my manager. And then he would come back with another 25%. So then he came back with 50%.
And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know why you think we're negotiating. I kept telling him that. I was like, I don't know. I don't know why you think this is a negotiation. It's a hundred percent. Oh, we're going to have a huge problem. So he would put his phone down at 75%. And then finally he came back. It's like, fine, we're going to give you a hundred percent. Right. Well, you'll see it in three or four days. I thought I was going to have to call this week because we had not seen that money come through the account. And then this morning it came through in $30 increments. <laughs> so it was like $30 added, $30 added, $30 added, 30 until it. So they approved every time they yeah. approved it at, you know, at 25%. Yeah. That's it's 25%. Oh my gosh. Um, but I got that money back. So, yeah. So then I also had this other issue with a bank who had taken uh, my money for banker's fees. I'd never even met my banker or talked to my banker or discussed any, like they didn't even know who I was, what I did as a business or anything. And uh, I was like, you guys took my money whenever. So it was in it. We signed up with one bank. This is crazy. Pay attention to this. Cause it's crazy. I don't know. I still do not understand why this happened. Uh, we signed up with one bank and I guess they're somehow partnered with some other financial institution and they ended up like uh, uh, over a year in uh, transferring my account into the possession of the other institution. The other institution says we're the same bank and I was like, but you got different names. And if you're the same bank, then why is this different? And everything stays the same. Yeah. Right. Say, yeah. It, you know, if you're the same bank, nothing should change. So they started charging me about seven months ago, $150 a month, which I didn't know because it never happened before. And I, it's a really, it's like money goes into that account and I don't touch it. So I let it just build up in there. And if I need something, then I'll go. But like, generally I just let it build. So I needed something and I went to look and I didn't have any money in my account. I was like, I don't understand why. So I'm just like, Anyway, so they started charging me $150 a month. They took $750 out of my account. Um, and um, and I was like, mind blown. So I start, I finally get a con, I start calling people. I get a contact and I'm fighting my case. I'm like that. I don't even, it's apparently a regulation chart. It's a charge for a regulation that they have to uphold uh, for, for cannabis businesses which by the way is bullshit $150 a month so predatory it's like they're making money let's charge them $150 a month just to have an account here here, but that's not that's for ancillary businesses that's for that's for ancillary businesses that you know anyways so I was like I'm an ancillary business but I have zero contact with the plant with you know blah 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 I'm a consultant and an educator and I kept, and then they were like, no, we can't do anything about it. I talked to my manager. This was all via text, by the way. This girl was texting me. With an account manager. <laughs> but so, hey, she was affected. Then she sent, she was not. Well, she sent I mean, me you. these emails. <laughs> she sent me these emails. And I was, listen, I was like, you guys are predatory. You guys are thieves. You guys. <laughs> I was not nice. And, um, and then, so she sends me these emails and I send again. And I was like, you should never have charged me this money. You should, you, I definitely am requesting a refund and I want you to close my account. Blah, blah, blah. This other girl was like, no, 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 no. 
I sent this email and I, cause I was like, I've never heard of this banker. I've never, if you even talked to me, you would know that this is a, a crazy amount for my company and that we would never even agree to that. We would never even agree to that as a small business anyway. So back and forth, she sent me an email right before the weekend. And it said, uh, something like, uh, after further review, <laughs> basically you're right. And we're going to send you a check for $750. Yes. I'm eating a cupcake. And not only that, yeah, it's real good. It's a real good cupcake. And not only that, but you got a payment while we were processed, while we were trying to process and close your account. So we're, so we're going to send you, we have to reissue your check. And so they're sending me a check and they're closing my account. And I got that money back. Abundance. Money. Come, come, come. I thought, I was like, why am I losing this money? But I fought for it. I fought for it. And I got it all back. Yep. Yep. I got all of it back. Yeah. Um, I mean, you stayed on it. It's like, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, you had to. They like, expect some you to not. They expect, expect you to not. not. They're exactly. like, they expect you to be like, whatever. It's $157. Whatever. It's $750. I guess I lost 700. No, bitch. I don't have $750 to lose. I need that money. Um, I've definitely even gone into my bank and been like, can you reverse that overdraft fee? And they're like, yes. And they do. Um, If y'all want to charge like a small rental fee for us to rent space in your bank for our money to sit, that should be a flat rate that every customer has to pay. I'm also eating cupcakes. <laughs> um, um, mine has berries on it. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, so I'm eating a s'mores cupcake. Um, it's a local uh, cupcake company. Um, it's called the cake. It's company. called the cake company um in oh, so good. down the down the world uh, road mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so good so good they like inject the <laughs> cupcakes with whatever filling and their icing is really I'm good not even off camera i don't okay. care um <laughs> they're really good can you hear us eating or can you just see <laughs> is it a sensory thing <laughs> ASMR or whatever. <laughs> At least it's not stuck in my teeth. I'm eating a chocolate s'mores one. It is really good. Have you tried the s'mores one? I have. Okay. It's very good. Have you tried that other one? I haven't. It's good. Um, this one's okay. <laughs> it's the... Um, oh, German chocolate. Yeah, they need to inject the German chocolate into it. It just sits on top. So as long yeah. as you mix the top into it, it'll be perfect. I, I agree. Wow. Ladies uh, over here contributing to the um, ASMR. I did not put a, a, a history moment in. I just, I just did not. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I played this Jeopardy piece. I think I did where he was like saying all the. I will have to say um, there have been some amazing athletes that have been winning. And uh, Simone Biles, is that her name? Uh-huh. Uh, after a two year, um, break to take care of her health. Um, she, and also because they fucking pounced on her over cannabis use and dealing with the death of a parent, like 
All of the all of, well, Shakari. That's Shakari. Oh, that was Shakari. Oh, Shikari. sorry, sorry. I thought uh, I, I was just Miles thinking of runner. I was thinking the, she won. Yes, because she Shakari won. Yeah, she yeah. the track and field uh, has been on Simone fire. Simone Miles is the gymnast. The gymnast. Yes. Sorry, I had um, the runner in my brain. I was like, I can see her face. She made history. Uh, Eight-time national champion. Thank you, sister. Mm, um, that's amazing. And uh, she's an amazing gymnast. And what is it over a decade like her she's been doing this since she was how old sister yeah she was a, a <laughs> young child she was involved in that case as well right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um which i don't want her to be remembered like that she's an amazing gymnast mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah since she was five five that's crazy um and, and, uh, and then, yeah, an Shikari amazing human being, too. The, she's, I think the men's and women's relay, uh, both teams took gold. Um, I'm so happy about Shikari because, like, I sorry, I got the stories mixed up, but she went through so much shit. Mm -hmm. She lost a parent, she used cannabis to cope with her grief. Cannabis is not an enhancement drug i don't it's not a drug in my opinion but it's certainly not it's not going to like enhance your muscle like it's not that you know yeah anything it's not gonna yeah exactly it's so not gonna make you faster it just helps with recovery. <laughs> it helps with recovery and mental health mm -hmm. and aches and pains the same way better than uh, if we thought about it in that way that that makes you more enhanced then we have to think about tylenol the same way we have to start testing for tylenol and advil and those mm -hmm. things because they relieve pain that you might be experiencing that might be keeping you from being able to perform at your best because you're in pain right so i think it was such bullshit and then to see her um compete and obviously win because she's amazing mm -hmm. um yeah, I think they said last year they were going to stop testing for cannabis, I want to say. Or it was at least in discussion. Yeah, and um, um, I think Major League Major Baseball, League baseball, baseball done yep. is done with mm -hmm. that, too. So it's coming on board. But yeah, I was thinking the other day, you know, I've been doing um, jujitsu and I was like, you know, I'm, I might want to like jump in and do some sparring or whatever and do a competition. But then I was like, do they drug test? Because then I'm out. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not passing a, a drug test for a hobby. I'm not going to do that. No. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah. that is good. That and is also, true. I mean, um, yeah, uh, also there was, there was a tragedy also a couple of tragedies this past week and over the weekend too. Um, there was, uh, there was a shooting at, in Oklahoma, right? And a football field. Mm -hmm. And then there was a shooting at, was it the dollar? Where was that at? Three people lost their lives and in, not include, well, four people, including the shooter. Um, there was not a lot of coverage on it, and then and it's starting to be like that. Like we're not even getting. No, they they want people to 
be blind to it or the dollar general so dollar general yeah it was i knew it was like the dollar store dollar general something like that um um looking it up too in jacksonville um this was racially motivated this guy's not being charged with hate crime or he well, did he shoot himself or they're not saying it was a hate crime did he kill mm -hmm. himself I want to say, I can't remember. This is so crazy to me that there's so many. Um, so maybe he didn't. He drove to that area. He drove to that area. Did he take his own life? White male turned the gun on himself after, yes, he did. Coward. 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 But they're, they're not talking about it like mm -hmm. it's a hate crime. And also, they're not charging these people with hate crimes when they're doing these things. And it's just like, what, what more do you need? What more do you need? That uh, can bring us into uh, one of the stories that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, Ron DeSantis says that he will not legalize cannabis if he becomes president. Do you want to know why? He why? He why? I, I haven't actually looked at why does, why won't he legalize it? Oh, know. they did arrest somebody in that um, Oklahoma shooting. He was 15 years old. Why? Are, the problem with this is, yeah, we need better, um, laws surrounding firearms and and such but also people don't care for human life they don't have there there's some lack of empathy i don't i don't know what what the issue is why these usually young white men are so angry with the world that they have to take it out on innocent people. But like, uh, I'm so sorry that you even had to think about that. Kelly said her, her kids were there. Oh no. I'm so sorry that you even had to think about it. What do we do, though, you know? What do we do? This is a country divided about what we do about this issue. I'm not divided about it. Um, I will say that I don't have all the answers, but definitely there needs to be more laws surrounding gun safety. Like, there are laws surrounding safety of driving your car. Or cannabis safety. Or cannabis safety, or et cetera. Um, but it's a bigger issue. It's not just it's it's not just a firearms issue. Cause I have firearms in my house. I'm angry sometimes at the world, even. And it's never crossed my mind to take those firearms and go take my anger out on someone who doesn't deserve it or is not, you know, is not a, 
or on anybody really. I've never really ever thought about shoot. Like I will say there's this one time that, that I was like, it could happen today. Um, uh, I was in Japan. I was a young sailor. I had been on a post for two hours longer than I was scheduled to be there. I was hungry. I had to go to the bathroom and the guy who was supposed to relieve me always relieved me and everybody else late. And, um, the way that we did it back then was that, uh, we had, uh, we had our firearm, you know, we had our waist belt with our firearm in it, but then we also had a long arm. So, we would have to share that long arm with the post. So that long arm belonged to the post. So when the person came, you had to pass it, like physically pass it off to them. And when he got there, he was so nonchalant about it. He was like, he was literally not doing anything. He was not called out on anything. He was not nothing. He was literally just late. And I was on the verge of losing my shit. But one of the things that I'm, I'm a stickler for training, your brain needs it. Okay. I'm, I'm big on that. I think it's really important. Um, and as inconsistent as I can be, sometimes I think, I think training and, and repetitiveness is super important. And one of the things that they did, uh, uh, in training was one of the, one of the things that they repeated is that if you ever feel like you need to be downloaded, then tell somebody and get downloaded. Stop carrying a firearm if you feel like you shouldn't be carrying a firearm because you're too weak, because you're too whatever. Don't do it. So I was so angry. Like I could feel the rage in my body. I could feel it in my face. I could feel my eyes burning hot, you know, could feel it in my eyes. And I handed my long arm off to the guy that relieved me from post who took his sweet ass time taking it even out. I was like, you really need to take this out of my hands. I was being so serious. I was just like, you really need to take this out of my hand. So he takes it and I look at the person who is like, just drive, you know, he's driving, taking people on and off post. And I was like, I really need you to take this off of my waist. And he took my waist belt off and he put it in the trunk and he took me back and I got downloaded. That's the only time that I can ever remember thinking I could lose control right now. And like my anger has always been something that I personally have feared because I always felt like, what if I cross this line? There's no coming back from crossing that line. right? Right. And so, yeah. So, so even with that, even with that history of me, even with that, knowing that about myself, there's never been a time where I've just woken up and been so mad at the world and the injustices in this world for sure. Um, that I would take it out to a public space or even take it to the level of breaking out my firearm. The only reason I'm going to break out the firearm is for self-defense. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I will, I will talk a situation down as much as I can, but you know, um, so anyways, be careful out there. You guys, uh, pay attention to your surroundings, keep your family close and tell your protectors that you know that they're there. 
and that you would like to be surrounded by protection because I really believe in that shit. I feel like it saved me a million times. So, and uh, yeah, uh, Ron DeSantis, <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Uh, so I was reading through this article as you were, um, as you were um, talking and got an idea. I mean, and again, ridiculousness is coming out of this man's mouth and it's all summed up in the very bottom. I, I love the last part that actually is from, you know, science and medical uh, about, you know, like that kind of obviously opposes what he's saying. Right. Because um, what he's saying is he doesn't want to legalize cannabis. If he becomes president, he will not legalize cannabis. Uh, and the reason he gives is something that could be prevented by legalizing and regulating cannabis. He's very, uh, he talks out both sides of his mouth in, in ways and then also gives his very own opinion and it's about the smell of it. And that's why he also uh, is against it is that it's a putrid smell and no one should have to be affected by that. Well, I get assaulted by cigarettes. I was like, I get assaulted by smells all the time that are, I are not uh, pleasing to my nose. Listen, pause for a second because it's when we went to Tico time, we stayed in a hotel the night before the event. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> when we got there, we checked in and everything. And then we went out and we got our stuff out of the car. And when we were out at the car getting our stuff, of course we smoked a blizzy, you know, of course we did. So then we come back in and there's this like, um, mayonnaise colored man, uh, at the desk. And he looks at, looks us up and down. So I'm like, whatever. Next and they thing saw us out by the car too. Yeah. Next thing we know the hotel manager is at our door. He's called us. He's left us a message already on our phone. He's at our door and he goes, you can't have whatever you have in this hotel. And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, uh, whatever that is, it smell, we can smell it. It smells very strong. And I go, I don't have anything in your hotel. I just smoked out at my car. So as we were asked to, <coughs> I would, I'm not in your hotel doing that. Mm -mm. And he like sprayed the hallway with this like orange, you know, that super strong that orange spray was a citrus spray. Yeah. So the next morning I was like checking out or whatever. And I go, I just want to know if you follow your cigarette smokers to their room and spray them with spray when they come in from smoking a cigarette. And he was like, uh, we don't follow anybody to their room. And I was like, you literally followed me to my room the other day. I said, for using something that's legal in this state, mm -hmm. not inside of your hotel, was outside. And you know when cigarette smokers come in, they smell much worse. So, like, do you follow them to their room and spray them? Or what about people that wear Axe body spray? Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that assaults my nose that's and an I, assault and, and that's and, and i listen, can't spray something on you to make you that smoke. that says a lot because not a lot assaults her nose because she does not have a very i don't have a very good sense super of smell. strong sense no. of smell so no ron DeSantis. sorry i keep interrupting um and no no uh but he 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 blames it on the fentanyl um, crisis and that you can throw that stuff in anyhow, any now, or what does he say? And then of course, you know, they can throw fentanyl in any in of this, any of it stuff now, not if I bought it from a regulated shop, if I bought it from a regulated facility, then 
odds are good it's not going to have fucking fentanyl in it. You know what has fentanyl in it? Things you buy off the street. You fucking idiot. Says we have medical in our constitution. We have medical marijuana. We enforce that. You know, we abide by it. But to take action now to make it even more available, I would not do that. I want the revenue from what people purchase in this state to come to my state, but I will not allow that revenue in every state. He blames Colorado on black market sales. Um, We're not responsible for underground market sales. We're responsible for having a regulated market that actually prevents people from seeking out underground markets. Yeah. He says, he says the stench when you're out there. I mean, it smells so putrid in Florida, in Florida, in Florida. Do you know how many people in Florida smoke cigarettes? I want people to be able to breathe freely in Florida, (laughs) sir, sir, out of pocket, sir. No. Um, so in June, when DeSantis was asked by a man claiming to be speaking on behalf of military veterans living with sickness and injury after serving their country, whether he would de- decriminalize cannabis if elected president, uh, De- DeSantis said he would not, uh, saying that he, uh, saying it would impact employee performance. Never has it ever. I think that we have too many people using drugs in this country right now, says this governor, uh, Florida governor. In Florida, where people die. I think it hurts our workforce readiness. Yeah, people are dying. People are dying from prescription drug overdoses and from using uh, methamphetamines and and heroin and whatever whatever the fuck. They got a drug problem in Florida. And let me tell you what it's It's not. not. It's not not cannabis. It it could be alcohol. It could be fentanyl. And fentanyl. But not in a regulated, like, if it's a regulated purchase, there's not going to be fentanyl in my cannabis. Unless we have a rogue employee. That's a different conversation in a different podcast. Yeah. Um, he says that the kids in high school who got involved with it, you know, all suffered. No, they didn't, sir. And you're just mad because you were not cool all in high school. All their activities, all their grades and everything like that. I bet if you ask... And also all of uh, the athletes that, that they were all doing now. But also, but also, <laughs> if you have a regulated market, Rhonda, um, the children can't buy it from the regulated market, Rhonda. People cannot put fentanyl in a regulated product, Rhonda. So, I mean, they can after the fact. They can after the fact if they want, but like, it's not, you're not buying it that way. (laughs) Okay. So we'll get to the, um, so it it continues to go into his loveliness about why he feels that way. Um, But it goes into also that um, the headlines, you know, while they cause alarm, they frequently fall apart. Uh, They have a, you know how they told us that there was needles in our candy and you weren't allowed to chew a piece of gum because it was a little bit open in the package. If the little, if the gum, 
if you could see the pink of the gum in the package, then you couldn't have it. Remember that in the 80s? If you're from the 80s, do you remember that? We, we get reminded of it all the time. That's what um, this is. So they, yeah, so it's been reported several times, but then they have to retract the statements um, because eventually it tests that it, there is no fentanyl in this cannabis um, in, in all these cases. Um, and then it goes on to, uh, this is, I think, clarified by the New York State Department of Health. It's unlike, oh, it's most likely not weed. But anyway, uh, it, it's smoking fentanyl-laced pot, is smoking fentanyl-laced pot even feasible considering how it burns? It's a topic High Times has explored. Um, it's unclear if you can consume fentanyl in that way by smoking. This is from Peter Grinspoon, MD, an internist and medical cannabis specialist at Massachusetts General Hospital. And very well-known cannabis <laughs> science. And an instructor at Harvard Medical School. Uh, he told High Times in 2021, uh, some dr drugs you can smoke, like cocaine, free-based as crack, uh, but fentanyl tends to disintegrate starting at about 500 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, and it fully disintegrates at about 1,000 degrees, and when you smoke, you're talking at about 2,000 degrees. So uh, while it could have happened someplace, it would make little sense for drug dealers to lace pot with fentanyl if it's smoked, considering how much could be wasted. Um, it doesn't make so sense. It doesn't make sense. Uh, again, the, the, the cases that it's been blown up and uh, made a big deal of, they have uh, had to retract their statements. This is the, you know, one of the police departments um, and again, the health department. So, um, so fuck you, Rhonda. And also don't vote for them. Y'all stop voting for them. So they're not looking out for your best interests. And uh, ever. They're like the ever. The goods that they say they're doing, are they really doing it? What what are the benefits? Uh you like, know, okay, please so, tell me one so reason. We're fine to hear the the good things. I want to know one reason. If you vote conservative Republican, I want to know one reason why you vote that way. That is a reason that affects you personally and only you personally. Like it affects other people, but like it actually directly affects you. Like this person does this for me or it does this. And and it, and I'm not talking about getting on here and talking about, well, they're against abortion. I give no fucks about that because if you're not for bodily autonomy, you're not for me. Okay. I was born and lived my whole life with this vagina. And let me tell you something. If you're not for bodily autonomy, you're not for me at all, at all. I have just as much right to take up space <coughs> and have bodily autonomy as any man on this planet. I have just as much right. So that's not, that's not a reason. It's a reason that affects you. That affects you. Are they, it, is it, is it because of the tax thing? Is it because of taxes? Cause none, none of their tax policies affect you in the least. I guarantee it. I guarantee you don't make enough money. I guarantee it. And, uh, you know, if that's, if that is the case for you, like, look at, you know, then why are there, what's fair and what's not fair in regard to taxes? Oh, thanks. I just saw the comment about our video being like, it was pretty fun to me. <laughs> I think we're going to reshoot it when it's actually winter outside, like snowing or something. Got to get her up on the hill. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we had fun making it. We're going to try to find more sounds like that and make more sounds like that. 
but yeah, you guys, this is not a political podcast and I'm not even telling you to vote Democrat even because fuck those guys. Okay. Same the bird. two party system is bullshit, but like literally voting, voting conservative or Republican, if you vote conservative or Republican, uh, I mean, you might not realize it, but you're racist. I mean, <laughs> I, I said it. I'm just saying you might not understand or realize that, but like you're voting for people, you're a racist and you hate women. Even if you are one, I'm sorry, because you're voting for people who take the rights away from other people for no other reason than to be what righteous about what for who righteous for who? Because it's, it's, uh, it's literally so infuriating. The, no, no white men are getting their rights taken away. That's a that's the thing. It's like like what? all of these I rights mean, are are safe and sound for white men, but you can't be you can't be part of the LBGTQIA community. You can't be a woman. You can't be black or brown in this country. It's 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 so crazy. And and literally, like Rhonda is creating Gilead in his state. He's creating Gilead in his state. If you don't know what that is, check out Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. No, this is not an advertisement. I'm just telling you that the accuracy in in like how things progress like the reason people were such in shock and awe when that series came out is because reality is is that those slow those slow progressions are happening and it, it that's what it is small it's accepted it's accepted in this way it's okay until it's okay until it's not and, until and it's then not. all of a sudden they've made these laws and created things that we can't now work you know there is no Get out of it. They overturned Roe versus Wade. Is a 50 year precedent? I mean, come on. Roe versus Wade. I have had the the choice of of bearing a child my whole life until Roe versus Wade was recently overturned. And I am 46 years old. My whole life I was protected under that under that law. And, and then suddenly I'm not. And you know what's crazy about me talking about that is I don't even need protection. I can't have children. By choice. That's my choice. By choice, I can't have children. That law, Roe versus Wade, does not affect me in the least. But you know what happens is first they overturn Roe versus Wade. Next they overturn something else that will affect me. Yep. Or affect someone you know. And, and Roe versus Wade affects people I know and love. And even if I didn't love them, I still think they deserve bodily autonomy. Because if you don't get anything else, if you don't get control over anything else in this world, you should be able to say what happens with your body. And then they threaten the doctors that can help you, the people that are supposed to help you. That, Which is so crazy because they know. take a Hippocratic oath, Right to do what's best by the patient that they're serving. And they can't do that because the laws will put them in jail and cancel their license. And I don't know. I think like as an organization, the medical board needs to get together and make sure there are protections for these doctors who do their fucking job and take care of their fucking patients. It's so crazy. And I, this is not an argument about whether or not you think abortion should be, is, is, a, is something that, that is right. It's not about your opinion on abortion because your opinion 
on abortion does not matter when we're talking about a human being with bodily autonomy to make decisions on their own and make a decision that will not affect you and your family in the least, in the least. And what this is, what these laws are preventing uh, is medically necessary uh, abortions, which is like if the if the child has been miscarried, um, that some women are having to carry a. We've already given you guys a trigger warning. Some women are having to carry a dead fetus in their body to term or to death because of these laws an that's unviable death. that's death y'all that's unviable they can't take it out so you tell me why you keep voting for these people because i don't understand it mm -mm. Nope. i don't understand it anyways um, on to the next which is about voting this is for you ohio um there's talks about my nephew wanting to move to Ohio. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sounds sounds miserable. You live in Florida. I mean, if you have to live anywhere, you live in Florida. You like, live in Florida and you're a man. If you're not, <laughs> not going to live in Colorado with me, then stay in Florida. But don't go to Ohio. Ohio is gray and yes. cold. And, and your mom's in Florida. Listen, um, I love y'all in Ohio. Don't go to Ohio. But I, uh, I think, I think, wow, you guys have a strong will to live in Ohio because I am instantly depressed when I get into that state. It's, oh, it's rough. I don't know if I've been to Ohio. My sister lives in Ohio. <coughs> um, How you're not instantly depressed. I know people that live in Ohio. I know people. That sorry, I'm not. Okay. I'm sorry to hate on your state there. You guys are Ohio. voting. Uh, voters will decide on adult use legalization measure this November. Make sure you know what this is. Uh, this is from normal. Uh, they put this out August 16th. So you can definitely check it out there. Um, uh, can we send this article to my email? Yup. Because I want to, like we did with Missouri, let's pay attention to what you're voting for. Like, is this a good law? Is it? So the ballot proposal allows for the possession of up to two and a half ounces of marijuana or 15 grams of uh, extracts by adults. 15 um, grams? 15 We're grams. moving to Ohio. <laughs> Just kidding. Ohioans could purchase uh, at retail locations, grow up to 12 plants in a private residence uh, where at least two adults reside. Uh, retail cannabis products would be taxed at 10%. And sales are anticipated to generate uh, between $276.2 million to $403.6 million in annual cannabis tax dollars. On the surface, it sounds great. 2.5 ounces, not bad. 15 grams, great. 12 plants. 12 plants. 10% tax. The taxes, they're always high. I mean, ours is 20. Uh -huh. They're always high. Um, plus uh, municipalities could opt out um, if majority of elected officials decide in favor of ordinance to do so. Oh, see, I don't like that. 
I would say municipalities can opt out if the residents of that municipality agree because elected officials don't always do what the people want. Yeah. Yeah. I think it should. And that could go either way. That could go like they put too many pot shops Mm -hmm. in the area or they don't put any at all in an area that's in need. You know what I'm saying? Like they have people who need it there. Trust me what I tell you, Ohio has people that need it there for sure. Uh, so the Normals Deputy Director, Paul Armanetto, uh, has added that historically, when given the chance, voters have consistently chosen to reject cannabis criminalization and to embrace legalization and regulation. Ohioans have seen similar legalization laws adopted in neighboring states, and they know that regulating the cannabis market is preferred to the failed policy of prohibition. Well, yeah. And, you know, the state could use the money because they're losing money to the surrounding states that are legalized that are legalizing. And uh, Ohioans are leaving the state to buy what they could buy in the state. Right. Um, And here's the thing is that we also have to keep in mind as we're legalizing across the nation and and where it's a tourist market or not a tourist market and recreational versus medical. um, If uh, then if if it doesn't make sense then boost up your medical programs, like make sure that your medical programs support sure, what yeah. you need. Um, if anything, make that because they're going to fuck us in the end. <laughs> like if we don't, uh, you know, continue with some kind of medical, they're going to say, Oh, and, and start controlling it. In and also uh, high times did an article on, you know, the BS behind rec versus medical or whatever. I didn't put that article in here because I started reading it and it started out with like a pretty uh, triggering recalling of a past event. And so I was like, whoa, you know, the readers can read this on their own. Um, But so I didn't get into the article, but I do think that uh, I think that we should maintain our medical programs in the States uh, but I think that also we it should be combi- a combined thing. So you don't have to have two different stores. You don't have to have even two different plants. You could have this plant can be sold as adult use with taxes or if they've seen a doctor and have a condition without taxes. Right. And so that and benefits pricing across the board is even. pricing is even across the board. I can get a 20 whatever, let's say twenty dollar eighth. You could get a $20 eighth. I'm buying it without my medical card. You have your medical card. I have to pay taxes. You don't. So the the eighth is still $20, but I just have to pay a tax on it. And so that. I think our edible limits is where, uh, you know, there should, it should be just be like across the board. Can they just make whatever, but then are they going to start capping everyone's, you know, I think that, you know, you could still keep some of your laws around possession or whatever. So, so if I'm a medical patient, I can get two ounces. Uh, uh, but I think also like one ounce of, um, of, of, a edible or, or, or a concentrate or something like that should be equal on both sides. So if, if they're saying, what 15 in Ohio, 15 grams mm-hmm. is your limit. Then that should be across the board. I can get 15 grams. You can get 15 grams, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. 
uh, and I, I guess that would be per ounce, but then your possession limit, like the ounce equals the ounce. But like when we get into possession, you can only get one and I can get two or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where um, it, the the difference is and, and how, you know, I guess even. I think that's the only way to taxes. save the medical program in a lot of these places that are bringing on retail. And it's also a way to save the quality of the of the products that we're getting. Yeah. Because uh, if we're growing for potential purpose of treating a medical condition, we're going to want to grow something better. And then everybody has access to it. Oh, it it's, is. It's, it's, it's complicated, it is complicated, but it doesn't have to be, I guess. Um, it uh, does when you get the, you know, when the over regulation or the over mm -hmm. too much oversight from people that don't understand uh, at a, all the a plant. lot of the plant no. um, patient aspect and consumption. Um, you know, they, they are, they look at it in terms of always and, and on the research based of what they've done as a, you know, thinking it's uh, as an illegal plant and mm -hmm. the warnings against it. Um, um, and they do comparisons. They, they compare us to like um, pharmaceutical type drugs and it's just, it, you know, while, while also making for pharmaceutical type <laughs> cannabis drugs, it's, when we talk about homeopathic remedies and how they work, it's not like here, take this 10 milligram uh, capsule and everything will be fine, right? It's not like here's a prescription for these. It's not like that, you know? Um, a lot of times homeopathic medicine works best when you get it into the system and start maintaining a consistency about it. And also, I mean, I guess those drugs do too, but it's just about, um, you know, you can't just put it, it's just not, it's, you can't just swallow a pill about it is what I'm trying to say. It's time to relight <laughs> this joint. Unless you want <laughs> Uh, pack your own mushroom capsules or your own uh, can. Yeah. I just um, think, you know, when we talk about plant medicine yeah. and how it works, um, I don't know. You could make the comparisons, but it's just very difficult to make those measurements and comparison and have a generalization, I guess, because for me, this pill works for her. She needs three. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, well, it, that's where, uh, when we talk about our, our each individual, uh, endocannabinoid systems is that what I need and what you need are different. Mm -hmm. What I need to consume, what you need to consume are different. Exactly. Um, how we eat and how, uh, happy 420, uh, West coast, West coast. Um, uh, that's why we, uh, we danced and we lived. We, we did not <laughs> say nothing about it. It's been the practice. Uh, so Ohio, Ohio, pay attention. We'll pay attention <laughs> on the surface of that. It looks great. It looks great. You get to grow, uh, your own, uh, they have a decent, um, carry limit and the tax is not horrible. No. It's not horrible. It's 24th uh, state to legalize if they do so uh, and uh, with adult use and the 14th uh, done so by the public vote. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
What's next? What's next? Um, uh, this show is brought to you by CQLLC, uh, cannabis education and consulting company, uh, www.cq-llc.com. I'm actually going to be able to pay for my website. Yay. I'm excited. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, so, so, yeah, that one I thought was kind of a funny one right there. Um, the show is also brought to you by, by Queen Kitty Seltzer. I was like, where did they have Queen Kitty Seltzer, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Yummy. Um, <laughs> the purrs knew. I don't know. Um, we have Nearly Naked, Lemon Kiss, and Bubblegum Burst uh, as our 10 milligram options. And we have the virgin cherry as our 20 milligram option. Never any sugar, never any sweeteners, and never any yak in the back. It is so delicious. And if you want some, you can get some by going to www.queenkittyseltzer.com. And you can order yours right there. We're also going to be putting up merch. Uh, I believe this week we're going to be taking pictures and stuff uh, for some new merch to put up. We have magnets. We have stickers. We have pins. pins. We have pins. Yeah, we, we have a few T-shirts left. Uh, and yeah, so so definitely check it out. And uh, we'll be working on that this week and getting those things up. Uh, what else? Uh, best thing you'll put in your mouth all day. Queen Kitty Seltzer, pop this kitty. Um, we're gonna oh, we're gonna make some. We're gonna make another recipe soon. So follow us on social medias, uh, Instagram. I was gonna um, pull this up for you guys because um, because uh, Little Bobby Customs mentioned it. I was gonna pull it up for you guys. So let me um, go get it real quick. Give me a second. Give me a second. Let's see here. <laughs> uh, there we are. All right. Pause. Hold on. We want to share this. Just give me a second. <laughs> we want to share with you guys. We made we made a TikTok today, and you can find it on our TikTok and on our Instagram. We we um, shared the post over there. Let's see. Here we go. We were. Still in our why would you pop a cold one when it's 12 degrees out? Everybody knows this is what you do in times of stress. We need to get to the top of the mountain to get shelter and stay warm, and you're popping a cold one. Go build a shelter, I'll be there in a minute. Why would you pop a cold one when it's 12 degrees out? <laughs> so on the original, honestly, the 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 mouth the lip sync is the off. Yeah, the timing yeah. looked off on that, but on the original, the timing is spot on. So I think it's just because I'm sharing the screen. But yeah, uh, we did a little skit today. It was fun to do. Um, so what you do when you're stressed, have a little CBD in your life. Um, so what is this? What is this article? It's a crazy article. Um, it's just talking about it. It's kind of fun. The, the first opening line is probably the best part about it. And then it just goes into uh, him driving so uh, I love this first line. It's so it's <laughs> so uh, this is by uh, Patrick Marvelius. Uh, this was August 24th out of High Times. Um, <clears throat> how many hemp derived cannabinoids does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> so he says Donald Trump, in all his orange wisdom, inadvertently legalized commercial hemp 
production with the passage of the 2018 Farm Bill. God only knew at that point in time the chaotic and untimely snowball effect Trump's silly little orange signature would generate, and the name of the beast was Delta 8. <laughs> um, and so it, it goes on to talk about the loophole in the farm bill passed in 2018 has inadvertently created a huge money grab for hemp producers. Hemp-derived cannabinoids, which are isolated, concentrated, and put into gummies, vapes, sprays, and any other number of consumables um, have been sold across America and overseas. Uh, it turns the this fun little segment of American history has turned into a smorgasbord of strange new compounds designated with odd combinations of numbers and letters, which can be daunting to almost any American consumer, such as Delta 8 THC, THCO, HHC, CBGA, etc. Um, CBGA is an actual cannabinoid. It doesn't have the dash. It just runs it all together. Uh, maybe, but CBGA is definitely an actual cannabinoid. We do dash. Um, those others are synthetic and maybe they're saying that that they're synthetically creating CBG. Mm -hmm. And so that could be what they're saying here. Mm -hmm. Um, but those others are definitely synthetically created. I don't even know what HHC stands for. I feel like I feel like an old person in a child's game, not knowing what that stands for. Uh, yeah, I remember we did run into a couple of, the and they were like, "Whatever, like, it's legal yeah. in all fifty states. Like, we don't even know." Here's a they have no idea what's in it. Eat this in here. Um, what does that say about kratom? Uh. I, says, I too found myself sketched out, as the kid says, uh, by smoke shop remedies for a good long while, not because they're all bad. The Kratom conversation is insufferable, to say the least, but it does manage to very occasionally help people get off opiates. So I don't want to detract from the va value of a lot of products. Like yeah, his so, opinion yeah. on it. Uh, because, again, loopholes allow it to be sold. Um <clears throat> I um, that it goes into a lot more uh, about the how people are deriving it, what it, yeah, it goes into where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, most let's see, most minor cannabinoids such as CBN, THCV, Delta eight, which is not a actually that's that's uh Delta nine, THCP. CBGA isolate, CBDA isolate. Um, you have to make an isom isomerization pass. Hydrogen pressure, hydrogenation, pressure reaction, or through other semi-synthetic process. So what they're saying is that you know you're not going to get these cannabinoids uh, directly out of the hemp plant. They're saying, hey, these all have to be derived through a synthetic process. Yeah, they have to take it through all these processes. Even There's the ones several. that we know, <laughs> even the ones that we know are existing cannabinoids. And here's the thing is that those existing cannabinoids, the reason we haven't seen them in abundance is because they're difficult to extract um in in abundance and so seeing all. it in a gas station does not and seeing cbg and knowing that you've heard yeah. that on the you know on the <clears throat> you know i guess however we want to you know, yeah this cannabis side um is is they're using the same 
letters and the thing, right but it's, they're it's, they're processing the, their process is creating at least some synthetic properties in the pro, in the product and so they're not coming directly from the plant they have to create like they're taking maybe they're taking cbd and they're adding these things or doing these things to that cbd to create this which is kind of what happens so um just be careful where you buy these things from these cannabinoids are like cbn is a real cannabinoid uh cbg is a real life it comes from the plants where where all cannabinoids are born um you just got to pay attention to, you know, how is this process? Uh, what, you know, is it a synthetic? Is it not? I would say if you're going to use anything, I would use the ones that you know are at least real in real life. In real life, they happen. Um, yeah. I don't know what HHC is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going uh, to do that. Be careful. And if you're consuming something for your first time, maybe consult with someone that actually uses cannabis. Yeah. Talk to somebody about it. <laughs> We're available. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Usually like on Discord or whatever. So it goes on to talk a lot more about how I, I, I feel like there's a not, they kind of interweave you know cannabis derived and then the synthetics and it's a little confusing i wish they would have yeah. kept it so right i just like that part. but it is very informative uh go check it out i don't think that it's uh you know you know our feelings on synthetics if you're gonna play with that stuff be careful don't do it actually cool yeah don't play with it <laughs> don't play with it. I, that could be advice for so many situations. Yeah. Okay. Next. Next. <clears throat> I don't know how many I put up today. I feel like well, there's maybe mm, no, yeah, not that one. Uh, that one. This one. I just put that up because there was some crazy ones that I was like, wait. Okay. So. And then, then uh, get yourselves ready for Would You Rather. Um, bring yourselves back um, as we finish up. This is from grunge.com. <clears throat> Weird marijuana facts you probably didn't know. This is by D.B. Kelly and August 24th. Let's see. Have you read? Did you go through that? Did you? you uh, I so so there's so there's a couple that I was just like going through, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, let's see. Can you? Yeah, they they do a lot of they have to do a lot of filler words to get started. So let's see. Yeah, just scroll down because they they they're they're okay. So this one was one of the first ones that I saw. It says cannabis evolved to make humans high with help from a virus. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't get a chance to like read the whole thing, but um, yeah, apparently a virus created this effect where cannabis can. Um, so admittedly, it seems unlikely that something uh, so useful to people just happened to evolve with a feel good high and medical benefits all wrapped up in one neat package. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of crazy how well cannabis works in our system so well, in fact, that we actually create our own 
cannabinoids or endocannabinoids, and they have a similar um, structure to the phytocannabinoids that are found in cannabis, like THC <clears throat> and CBD, for example. So researchers at the University of Toronto were looking to figure out when, uh, looking to figure out why this is when they started digging through ancient genome, the ancient genome of, of uh, hemp called phenola and a strain of marijuana called Purple Kush. Their findings uh, were published in the Journal for Genome Research, um, revealed that cannabis, that cannabis, produce, cannabis produces compounds, including THC and CBD, um, with a random set of instructions that ended up on one single cannabis genome in perhaps the weirdest way possible. There are a lot of filler words in this article. Mm -hmm. uh, they were made in the process that was kickstarted by a virus that scrambled the plant's DNA um, and made copies of itself and then multiplied. So I guess they're saying that cannabis wasn't always coded this way. <clears throat> they think that the ancient viral infection had a side effect uh, that was to split the instructions for making THC and CBD into two separate codes um, made from what was initially the same gene. If that's not weirdly convenient enough, they also <laughs> say that the separate coding means that it'll likely be possible to genetically engineer plants that produce only THC and only CBD down the road. It's just pretty neat, right? But I don't think that that's super neat um, because I'm I'm a big proponent of all of these cannabinoids kind of being together, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like that then it goes into, again, just uh, the hybridization or when we are talking about uh, genetics and breeding, um, that it does have to be done to, but we also have to preserve, uh, you know, genetics and, and not everything is meant to, uh, be combined just because it's the same, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyhow. so yeah, so a, a virus, uh, essentially they're saying, you know, they, that's how they figured you can, the virus created the split of the co of the coding on the plant mm -hmm. and made it i guess they're saying dna their dna is different basically than it was originally as it evolved and got this virus okay so the plant mm -hmm. had the plant's dna coding created thc and cbd as one code prior to getting this virus and this virus separated that code and now our bodies can use those compounds differently the way they attach to receptors and stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, number two, uh, cannabis and chocolate have a lot in common. Um, I think I, I say feel like I knew this a little bit. Um. um. You want yeah. to take it? Or? Yeah. So uh, countless people choose to light up a joint at the end of a long day because it makes them feel better. Uh, that's the same reason many people might be tempted to sneak an extra chocolate bar into their shopping cart. Awesome. Speaking of which, I have one in the refrigerator. Uh, weirdly, oh, the yeah. two are more uh, similar than uh, they 
Weirdly, the two are more similar than they seem at first glance. I think they have a similar <clears throat> uh, structure um, on some level. Anyways, go ahead. I'll let you This is back tell us. from the Wall Street Journal in 1996, reported on research that's been published in the Journal of Nature. A group of San Diego neuroscientists show the happy brain receptors that were activated by cannabis were the same receptors that were activated by chocolate. Um, albeit on a milder scare, uh, scale. Okay. Uh, fast forward to 2019, uh, an ever-growing market for cannabis edibles. This new market had to deal with figuring out exactly how to label what a customer is getting in a product, specifically THC levels. Chocolate edibles are, of course, a fan favorite, but they also present a massive problem. Zucker Hillside Hospital Assistant Unit Chief of Psychi <laughs> Psychiatry, Scott Krakauer explained to Healthline that when cannabis and chocolate are combined, something happens to THC levels, and they are not precisely sure what. They do know that the more chocolate there is in a product, the less THC shows up. Um, what does this mean for potency? We did a story about this mm -hmm. on one of the shows where we talked about the potency levels not being accurate in some of the chocolate because of this. They don't really get into it here, but I remember doing that show. I remember talking about this. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Okay. Um, this is crazy. Yeah, this one is. Baby shampoo can trigger false positives for cannabis use. <laughs> These uh, damn kids are going to get us put in jail. <laughs> So apparently, let's see. The, let me just kind of skim through this one real quick. We will just make this quick. Quick. Uh, apparently, the questions were answered by universities of uh, North Carolina Chapel Hill involved in a weird series of events in 2012 when an extraordinarily high number of infants started testing positive for pot use. Um, That's crazy. They expected something else was going on. Uh, it turned out that a weirdly huge number of baby products, particularly baby-friendly soap and shampoo for big companies like Avena, Avino, contained chemicals that were found to interfere with test results, particularly the test results given uh, by the more affordable tests used by hospitals who wanted results as soon as possible. <laughs> I just... Wow. <laughs> So how many parents baby shampoo? Yeah. Um, wow. I use, I use baby shampoo sometimes to wash my face cause you know, no more tears. So, um, I mean, but I do use, uh, I eye doctor who told me to use it to clean my eyes. Before. Yeah. Cause no more tears. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, I do use copious amounts of cannabis, but also, no more tears. Um, it says it's because it's the, just baby shampoo. Yeah. Well, other. it says uh, the connection. They're not entirely sure. Uh, it's possible the soups have a chemical structure similar to the compounds in cannabis, or the reaction between the chem between the chemicals and the soaps, and the tests cause the false positives. Either way, they they actually didn't. It doesn't say. Uh, it just said, huh? Baby friendly. <laughs> and it must have been a specific lot, I feel like, because it's just as it, this particular hospital was noting it. 
Yeah. Um, does it, is it not happened before? I feel like that would be a much bigger news story. This one too. I can't, I just, I don't know. Some of these sound outrageous. This is the headline. If you smoke too much, your fingers could fall off. Just fall off. Get ready for, yeah, just fall off. They could um, just fall off. It's a 2016 case study uh, in the Annals of Emergency Medicine. Describes the symptoms of a 49-year-old man, a heavy pot smoker, went to the doctor when his fingertips started turning a blue-black color and ulcers developed on his fingertips along with pitting in his the pitting in his hands. What was he smoking on? I want to know what you were smoking on. Uh, the diagnosis, cannabis arteritis, a no. rare condition that affects a tiny portion of very heavy pot smokers. No. It's unclear what causes the condition, but experts do know Chemicals. that it interferes with the function of the blood vessels in the extremities, causing necrosis and usually leads to amputation. First and foremost, though, orders to stop smoking immediately and completely. This is why you use a grinder and also a, a holder like a yeah where <laughs> i don't know man this first of all this is one person that they're talking about mm -hmm. uh what's in i always well it's enough i think uh, it's been re, it's happened to other people it's happened maybe. enough to report on but i always always ask rare the same condition it's very rare no shit because they what causes it well, I'm going to say, did you test the cannabis, any of it at all? So What's in uh, it? So What's in it? Simply, it takes a lot of cannabis to make this happen. What's a lot, though? What's this dude What's like? What's a yeah, lot? 49. Okay. A 2017 study in the Pan-African Medical Journal looked at a woman with the same condition, which developed after about 12 years of smoking somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 tobacco cigarettes and as many as 10 joints daily. Okay. That's not fair because she's smoking cigarettes. Different. Yes. Uh, there are pictures. No one wants to see them. Nobody does. Nobody Listen does. here. Also, she was fucking with tobacco too. Mm -hmm. And also what was in the can? I always ask this question. I, I'm not going to disagree with you that cannabis is, doesn't have some, some, some negative. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but what I want to know with these rare cases is what's in the cannabis. Did they test it? Is it just cannabis? Is it just that? And they have this for real rare condition or are there chemicals or something? Are they taking down their own plants and not flushing them enough? Are they like, what is, what is happening? Yeah. Well, I would need more. I need more because I've been smoking for this. at least 12 years or more. That's not enough time. Now I'm looking at my fingers like, are they turning blue? No, bro, they're not. Just what? Missing feeling in your fingers? Um, no, I, I think too you would pay attention to if something necrotic was happening. Yeah, like your hands what the before, fuck is that? You know, before it got to amputation status, right? Can we just um, amputate fingertip, like the little bit? Just the tip. Just the tip. Um, this one's interesting. 
um, and I that's scary to figure out how they figured this out. But uh, lobsters enjoy a toke or two before their final bath. I mean, me too. He said, my fingers are fine. Mine too. <laughs> Everybody check your fingers. Keep an eye on your fingers. Keep an eye on your fingers. Um, uh, it says, uh, whether or not lobsters feel pain. You want, you want this one? You want to talk about the lobsters and pain? <laughs> Whether or not lobsters feel pain has been debated for a long time. They're alive. Seriously, you guys, stop asking stupid questions. They feel it. They yes. feel it. How would you? How feel would you feel? It hurts. Well, we've talked about our burns. We've had a lot of. <laughs> I was burned as a child, and so was she. Third degree burns. Third degree burns on my stomach. stomach. On my stomach, because I was a latchkey kid. And I was pulling a bowl, a bowl of boiling water with a bag of rice in it. As that's what I had as a snack. I was weirdo with soy sauce. Yes, with soy sauce. And I, when I was pulling it out, it hit the lip of the glass on the microwave. And when it did, it fucking dumped, and it poured water all over my stomach my mom gave me my soup and i pulled it on me and 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 I, the thing was is i was so scared i was so scared of something like that happening because my aunt has a, a burn mark on her shoulder where we weren't allowed in the kitchen because of this incident where she pulled a, a pan down you know how mm -hmm. they started making commercials about putting your pan um to the side handle your in. handle in is because of things like my aunt. She pulled a hot grease down on her when she was a toddler. She grabbed the handle and pulled it down, and she had burn mark, mm -hmm. like a burn on her mm -hmm. shoulder mm -hmm. for her whole like she's still alive, uh, but she's had it her whole life. Yeah. And uh, so I was always like kind of more cognizant about things in the kitchen because we we knew that you know we were told that it was like a. A precautionary tale or a cautionary tale in my grandmother's house. So like it was a thing. But I, you know, no, we don't think about shit like boiling water dumping on, on us. So anyways, luckily, um, my mom had just let one of her friends move in with us for a little bit. And she had just come home from work as I was like in the freezer looking for a bag of peas to put on my oh stomach. My I wasn't even going to call my mom. This was the early late eighties, early nineties, I wasn't even going to call my mom. I wasn't even going to call her. The friend had to call my mom to tell her that she was taking me to the hospital. And my mom met Anyways, they fixed me up nicely. They gave me a cream. I didn't have any scarring from it at all. Thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but also anything that's alive, I mean, I would, we've talked about this on the show before, but I'm really careful about how I prune plants too, because I don't want to like strip them like with the streamies. I don't, it makes me think about, I can't, it's like hangnail status. Anyways, <laughs> so if it's cruel to boil them alive, yes, 
Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. Uh, is it cruel to boil a living thing alive? Why? Why do they have to be alive? Like when I don't know why. I, uh, I think uh, it probably. <laughs> okay, it probably. And I don't know this for certain. I could be completely wrong about this. I'm just making it up in my brain. But it probably might have something to do with like the chemicals that are released upon death in that moment and or like you know if you have fear chemical i don't know anyways it could maybe it makes their meat more tender i don't know i don't <laughs> know the answer to the question somebody that knows something about lobster you tell you tell us okay you tell, do you tell at the heart of the matter is the fact that they okay so this is why it's debatable because they don't have a nervous system like humans do just because it's not like ours doesn't anyways, I think they probably feel pain, but anyways. Uh, so this gets into, um, da, 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 da. uh, but as Queens university Belfast professor, Dr. Robert Elwood points out to the CBC, an octopus doesn't have eyes like humans, but they can see just fine, which is true. They will fucking eat you. They're I learned an octopus thing about why they can how they can get through everything he says, sorry lobster but i love you <laughs> anyhow uh okay so what so, so that's what i just said so just because it's not like ours doesn't mean they don't have okay um so what does that mean for cooking lobsters uh chef charlotte gill had an interesting take on the transition from carefree underwater life to lobster roll mm -mm. Uh -uh, girl anyways can we <laughs> a little less traumatic <laughs> and that's to get lobsters stoned. stoned i was like mm -mm, girl the lobster <laughs> roll the fucking that was rude okay in a 2006 study uh it confirmed that lobsters can be impacted by the same chemicals that make marijuana so pleasing to people. Can we just pause on that sentence right there? If if they can be impacted by the same chemical compounds that we are impacted by, then what makes you think they don't feel pain? Ah, okay. Um, so she decided to see if getting lobsters stoned before throwing them in the pot made a difference. I cannot. Uh, I'm sorry, vegans. Um in short, she said, yeah, she told National Geographic that not only did they mellow out the lobsters, but putting a stone lobster back in the tank with the others helped everyone else chill out. How did they get the stoned lobster? Oh, my gosh. The next part. How, how did they get the lobster stoned? Did they say? I didn't see that. I don't think so. She just said getting them stoned. Uh, she said, even better, it, it makes the lobster meat taste sweeter, taste better and lighter, was actually more tender because, because there's less stress hormones released in the idea of I'm about to die. That's so there was a study done. Um, I don't, I heard, I like read about it in college, so I don't short lived because of the health. <laughs> her experiments <laughs> her experiment was short-lived all thanks to state's health department 
<laughs> she, don't get those lobsters stoned. It's their last dying wish. So there was a study that I read about this uh, when I was in college, but basically um, if you the, like the reason you want to treat your livestock and your, your pets for food the, that you're going to use for food, you want to treat them and make them, make them happy, make sure they're stress-free. And um, there was like a, uh, like a, an experiment done and the ones that were like so stress-free like um, walked almost voluntarily and happily to their death and the ones that were stressed out are the ones that fought and like didn't want to go in and having the stress-free animals impacted the other animals so mm -hmm. if you're high you're impacting other animals around you moral of the story well that's all yeah if you're you know Five. Yeah, good energy. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna smoke a blunt with yeah. my lobsters. No, what you have to do <sighs> if you're if you if you're into if you're into this type of of murder, um, you have to get a live lobster, get it high, then put it in. That's what it said. That's what makes it sweeter. Sorry, I'm just telling you what I read. I'm not advocating. They do feel pain though. Maybe less if they're high, but they do feel it. So uh, make sure the water's boiling. Oh no, you got to put them in before it's boiling, right? No, it's, it's <laughs> boiling water. So do, just oh, do it they quick. won't. They won't try to escape if you put them in before it's boiling or whatever. Just do it quick. Yeah, you just got to drop them just in the boiling. That's what I was thinking is they won't try to escape if the water starts boiling while they're in it because they won't notice that it's happening until it's too late. Do they know? I don't know. I'm not advocating. I don't know. I don't know. I've never done that. Remember that I've... warning, the trigger warning we gave at the beginning of the show? I'm not advocating for any of this. I'm just telling you what I read. Okay. Shocker. Uh... Marijuana can increase susceptibility to false memories. No shit. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this uh, this is from uh, in 2020. The PNAS look at Steven Seagal published a paper <laughs> called Cannabis Increases Susceptibility to False Memory, and it's an Clever odd title. phenomenon. It's an odd phenomenon. Uh, researchers recruited 64 people, gave them either cannabis or a placebo, and then tested them to see how susceptible they were uh, to agreeing to false memories when questioned about what they saw in a virtual reality simulator. Uh, Bitch, what? Fuck they off. They concluded that <laughs> cannabis made more people more susceptible to remembering things that didn't happen than people who'd gotten the placebo. Um... Along with that came a warning with the legalization of marijuana, police could have more and more run-ins with people who were legally partaking. When it came to questioning witnesses, for example, researchers argued that authorities needed to keep in mind that asking leading questions to someone who is high could result in some potentially devastating misinformation being given. I'm saying you should never interview somebody who is intoxicated. 
they went as far to suggest any witnesses who are high should be considered a, vid- a vulnerable group, similar to a child or elderly witness slash suspect. <laughs> but strangely, other researchers say that uh, that's not actually what's going on. It's not a matter of false recall, but just a reflection of the tendency of people to get super agreeable while high. Interesting, there's a limit, meaning that they can coerce you. Um, Interesting, there's a limit. The reliability of memory and recall, says cannabis expert Dr. Mary Clifton, uh, hits a point. About a week after an event in question where people who were sober remember it just as clearly as people who were high. You know... It depends on how high you are. And also people are super agreeable in a situation where there's an authority figure in the room and telling you what, what they know. Right. Um, there's a recent event. Uh, I had a conversation recently with someone uh, and they were asked to do something and I was like, get, get it in writing. They were asked to do something by a law enforcement officer. And I was like, um, get, get in writing. You need to get this in writing that this is what they want and this is why they want it and like blah, blah, blah. because the police can lie to you, to your face, and it's not illegal to to lie to you. So, you know, (sighs) listen, here's the thing. I'm just going to say this because I I'm I'm always just I'm always sitting on the couches like screaming at the TV because like, why are you? Why are you talking? Why are you talking to them? And I know that I've told this story about being pulled over and like being <laughs> super honest. Um, my spirit guys were telling me to be super honest right then in that moment. But like literally if there was something serious and I was being brought in for questioning, uh, I would ask for my attorney to be present. I will answer your questions. I would just like my, my attorney to be present uh, at the time, you know, so that I don't say something that could potentially incriminate me, even though I'm not guilty of anything. Right. So um, if you're ever brought into the police station uh, as a, as a, like this definitely equates to if there's somebody that's no longer with us and they're investigating that. Um, But like literally in any situation that you're, kind of somehow connected to in some way, like even if you have nothing to do with it, if you're somehow connected in some way to that situation, get an attorney. Get an attorney. If 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 your if your significant other is no longer with us under mysterious circumstances and they're investigating that and they don't they they look you in your face and say we don't believe you did it, get an attorney. Get, are you the best friend? of the boyfriend get an attorney attorney get an attorney if you any reason get an attorney they can lie to you to your face they can be like we got your fingerprints at the scene no they don't no they don't uh next one up even worms (laughs) get the munchies why, why, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't they? Uh, this is coming from, and, and who thinks about these? Let's, let's see if worms get the munchies. Um, yeah. Who, who thinks about these things? People let's get write a thesis. Hey, they, people that have to write a, a thing, right? They're like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do that nobody's ever done before? 
Get them, get a lobster's high. <laughs> this is a uh, professor, Sean Lockery of the Institute Institute of Neuroscience at the University of Oregon um, and calls it, may call it hedonic feeding, uh, but, but the rest of the world knows it for what it really is, the munchies. Uh, science has known for a while what gives people the munchies when they smoke pot and, uh, and it's pretty complicated. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, THC acts on the brain in a few ways that all come together to make us crave foods. It says Doritos and pizza. Uh, in addition to releasing the hunger hormone ghrelin. I don't really like Doritos. I I eat them. They're okay. But I I feel like they're they maybe too oily or something. It's a chemically taste. It's a weird. It uh, this this hunger hormone ghrelin heightens and uh, heightens our sense of smell and taste, lowers inhibitions, and overrides the part of the brain that signals that we're full. In other words, it's the perfect storm for destroying the snack cabinet. Um and so what does it say? So THCX it makes it okay. So yeah, it's caused by that THC. THC. Uh, it seems butter. that it might be a pretty human specific thing, but in 2023, Lockery published research that found uh, nematodes worms so worms so small that they're best viewed under a microscope uh, also got the munchies when exposed to exposed to cannabinoids. I can't, I I can't with no I didn't. Uh, the tiny worms are put in an area with sections of different foods by preference. It's like being for faced with a cabinet of microwave pizza and gas station nachos on or one full of salad and quinoa. Uh, research, researchers knew they were impacted by the cannabinoids when they gorged themselves on their favorite bacteria and then just kept right on going. Is there a point to this? Surprisingly, yes. Lockery says that finding Please. a genetic connection between the worms and the cannabis compound may lead to discoveries uh, about metabolic disorders. Oh, okay. I can get behind that science. Okay. I can get behind that. So interesting. Italian cities were found to have the uh, to, to have measurable quantities of pot in the air. So go to Italy. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. Uh, we don't need to read that. I think okay. that's fair. Go to Italy. <laughs> go to Italy to experience measurable levels of. Oh pot no! Smoke. Hugo, Colorado officials warned residents to not drink the local waters as tests had come back positive for THC. It was a false alarm. Holler. It was false alarm. False alarm. Because you know why? Do you know why? Cannabinoids are not water soluble. <laughs> they have to be processed. Uh, okay. I don't, it doesn't even actually say anything more about the Italian air. <laughs> um, it's just like the, the whole... Uh, there's there's uh there's a needle in your candy uh there's fentanyl in your regulated pot there's this is all false alarms this is not true uh so something uh so cannabis has been linked to endangering several species i can see that mm, this is uh 2018 uh, there was a report uh, reported from several groups that that were calling for the Humboldt Martin, a small mink-like animal once found throughout the old growth forest to the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. 
uh, to be given protection as an endangered species. The reason uh, the habitat loss caused mainly by the clearing of forest for newly legalized weed farms, coupled with farms used uh, use of pesticides. Let's see. Um, yeah, that happens with the uh, palm oil and also. the um, orangutans. Mm -hmm. So let's see. <laughs> the marijuana experiment of 1972 has some weird results. It's the picture that is the, the best picture. part of this, y'all. Uh, we don't need you to. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely we'll post, post this on just the picture. I think <laughs> if we could click that picture and post just the picture, it would be my favorite thing. I might want to frame it. <laughs> okay, we'll get that. I'll get it to you here. Let me just put it in the center real quick. Marion here. You put in the one with Marion. <laughs> She'd be like, what is this? <laughs> and she's not uh, she's not in the show today. Yeah, she's probably she's working. Probably working. So uh, she's got work. She's 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 gonna be here next week. Will he be here next week? Um Way back in ye old times of 1972, who the fuck? Oh my god! There was a 2020 movie called The Marijuana Conspiracy. Um, basically, a story of women who bonded during a weird government experiment put together to, to determine what happens to the body when someone smokes pot every day. I have the answer. Um, panic, panic. Maybe. And here's the thing. It's based on a true story with the same weird consequences. <laughs> Way back in 1972, the Canadian government put millions into research ahead of a proposed plan to legalize marijuana. As part of the research, 20 women were recruited and divided into two groups, those who smoked and those who didn't. Oh, man. I would really hope to be in the first group. Mm -hmm. I really would. Um, and we're given increasingly potent doses of pot every day for 98 days to see what would happen. From the Canadian government. From though. the Canadian government in 1972. It's not even as potent as what we smoke from the dispensary days. today uh, for $20 an eight. Um, so <laughs> uh, one of those was a 21-year-old Doreen Brown Deep in grief over the loss of her mother, she told the Toronto Star, it was an adventure at first until it wasn't. Oh, shit. Uh, we were asking them to take it away, she recalled. I felt comatose. I couldn't do anything. It was torture. Oh, no. Participants described terrifying side effects like hallucinations, breathing difficulties, and feelings of isolation made worse by their physical isolation in the Toronto hospital. I can only imagine it was some very, uh, you know, amazing digs or something. Yeah. Getting out wasn't the relief they thought it would be either. Many ended up in therapy to deal with feelings, mostly fear and paranoia. As the official, as for the official results of the study, they said they still like to see those. 
<laughs> so they did this they, they they sequestered these 20 women for 98 days and gave them a, a, a copious, copious amounts of, amounts of weed. Uh, what i wonder how much and, and how, i wonder what type like, yeah like what did they make them do listen i'm not days? saying i'm again i'm not saying yeah. it's the end all be all but like if they're do if they're like giving them like strongly um strongly relaxing uh types of cannabis then they're not going to feel like doing anything all day. They're going to feel comatose. They're going to feel like, and they isolated them. And I'm sure yeah. what did they subject them to as far as like, what right. uh, did they right. give them things to, you know, work on or not, or just, you know, again, isolate them, make them feel crazy, make them feel crazy and then call them. What do they call us? Hysterical hysterical i hysterics um, um are there what how many more are there like, there's a, i feel like there's a lot no that's a lot oh yeah there's one more uh um, that says yeah, that's, yeah, that's just something different that says that maybe cannabis is making your brain more wired and not more relaxed well it does absolutely depend on mm. the type of cannabis you're smoking and the cannabinoids that you're ingesting those what things. your body is needing. Yeah, and what your body needs and how your body reacts to things. We have a few people every once in a while that says, you know, my body doesn't do well with CBD. And honestly, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Their body doesn't uh, doesn't like CBD for some reason. Maybe it fucks with their stomach. I know people with um, gastrointestinal disorders that CBD does them wonders. And I know people with gastrointestinal disorders that CBD fucks them up. Mm -hmm. So... It really does depend on the person. Uh, that said, uh, you can smoke different or consume. It's not just smoking. You can consume different types of or different compounds of cannabis and get different results for your body. Also, the way we ingest cannabis can ha factor into that. Think about this. If you are consuming cannabis uh, with gummies you're also consuming whatever's in that gummy. So those things can have an effect on your body. One of the reasons that we love um, our seltzer so much, Queen Kitty Seltzer, Pop This Kitty, uh, is because it doesn't have any sugar in it or any sweeteners in it. And so now you're consuming water that doesn't have sugar in it and water shouldn't have sugar in it, right? And neither should your cannabinoids honestly if you're using them for wellness sugar's not your friend and and sugar's in everything i mean we just ate a cupcake on on the show so we're not saying that you know hey the, the you know whatever we're eating sugar we're definitely doing but there's <laughs> it, but it's everywhere else so yeah. when we consume our cannabis um we might want to consider looking for resources that don't contain the most deadliest substance so the headline doesn't match the actual like what they're talking about here a little bit it's a little far-fetched but um it's a so it's a top marijuana marijuana might have the reputation for being the substance of to partake in a lazy afternoon after a long stressful day at work or uh, to kick back and relax with some old friends could be chill out can be but weirdly, research has found that what's actually going on in a person's brain is precisely the opposite of that. 
2015 research from Yale School of Medicine published a study in the journal Biological Psychiatry saying that they discovered that THC increased a specific kind of brain activity called neural noise. Uh, what exactly is that? Neurons in the brain fired with electrical activity as they transfer uh, as a as they transmit information. Uh, sometimes they fire without carrying any messages. That's neural noise. Think of a television broadcasting nothing but bursts of static. They also found that the higher the dose, the more disruption there was. That's the apocalypse, by the way. Um, researchers from the D University of Texas of Dallas confirmed those findings in 2018. Interestingly, uh, they stressed that the increased neural noise is there even when the person in question isn't doing anything. Uh, Dr. Shilka Prashad uh, explained that there could be a few strange consequences, including inter interfering with brain activity, a disruption in processes, and weirdly, it's suggested that the extra noise could mean someone has to concentrate more to stop a thought or to perform a task, which is kind of the opposite of what's expected of cannabis in the first place. I don't know. Um, I use cannabis to focus sometimes, so I, a lot of the times, like, it helps mm -hmm. me to... Um, so I, like I said, I don't know about where they're at with this. Yeah. I'd like to know what other factors they, they considered for this. Like, did they make sure the person doesn't have ADHD or ADD? Yeah. Um, did they make sure that, you know, what were the, what were they consuming? What was the, yeah. and what were they making the tasks that they yeah, were? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, so we need more complete yeah. scientific look. And at they're those looking for a specific result too. Sometimes when they're doing these, uh, when they're doing their research, uh, they're looking for specifics uh, to, to get to a specific. And so if they get that specific result, then why, why look further? <laughs> why look further? Um, we're down to the last part of the show, which means we're going to be doing some would you rathers. Uh, and so we can, I kept them pretty simple this time. I will say, uh, we may have an event on September 6th. So, uh, if we do a show, it will be short, but we'll let you guys know. We'll post about it and whether or not we're going to be on. Um, and that's all we have slated for right now, for right now. Um, so yeah, um, make sure you get you some Queen Kitty Seltzer, www.queenkittyseltzer.com. Pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Best thing you'll put in your mouth all day. Keep an eye on our website. We'll have new, new stuff new soon. Okay. So I hope everybody's back at their computer. I hope you're ready for the would you rathers. Um, so the first one. <laughs> Would you rather bounce off of every surface you touch or never be able to jump again? I, I know what I will do. <laughs> I would bounce. Off I would bounce. <laughs> Everyone. I would bounce. I would bounce. Do I get I protective would, like clothing or I would like learn to control my bounce. A non-bruise uh, like, like capability that comes with that. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we would, if, if you, if you bounce off of every surface, you would adapt yourself accordingly. 
no more. Your body will just uh, um, evolve and not have. Um, or you would idea. adapt your clothing accordingly. <laughs> like, well, now I wear ski pants everywhere. So, and then later, like, <laughs> I know not being able to jump that makes me feel so like without without gravity weighted. Yeah, like like. I will say this though. Stop asking me to jump up and down at a concert on concrete. Stop it. Stop it. These knees. No, absolutely. I'll wave not. my hands in the air, but I can't jump. I do this bounce thing that looks like I'm maybe jumping, but I'm not really jumping. It's not time yet. You got 15 minutes. Get up here and sit down. Okay. Or don't. Okay. I would, I would love to, she said, I would love to bounce again. Get your face off this table. Get up here. Um, I yelled at her so hard the other day while we were recording. It was crazy, but it really just echoed off of the wall. So it sounded louder. Look at her. She's so sweet, right? Today, she like attacked me in a playful way, but I was like, what, what the fuck? <sighs> so crazy. She's my crazy. She's my crazy. Um, okay. Next question. Uh, would you rather shout all the time or only be able to whisper? Shout. <laughs> I was shout. I'm gonna be loud. I'm gonna yeah. be loud. All the time. You have all to listen to me shout all the time. That bitch is so loud. <laughs> Why is she so loud? You just wear earplugs when you go to her house. Why is she so loud? What are you guys thinking out there in the world? What would you rather? Would you rather shout all the time or whisper? Shout. Yeah, same. Because if you whisper, then people be like, what'd you say? What? 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 Say it again. What? Say it again. I didn't hear you the first time. Bitch, it would drive me crazy. Get a, um, it would drive me crazy. Get a bullhorn and whisper into it. Like, like, uh, like I'm, a bit, I'm about to age myself. Like in Police Academy. Uh, what's her? Uh, oh, what was yeah. her name? Yeah, in Police Academy, uh, yes. the little. <laughs> please stop! Please stop! And she couldn't even get her voice over the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so great. I love that. I love that uh, series. Such a great series. But I bet if we look back on it, problematic. But because uh, a lot of those series that, Lord, not series, but like movies, that I'm, like I'll be watching them and I'll be like, they actually do pretty good. I mean, they, you know, like I don't know. Like I, I have. I, I think. Them, like, I watch think them. that it would be problematic in a sexist way, more yeah. than in a racist way. But a lot of those movies are problematically racist and or sexist. Like they really are. They really are. Hi. No, it's not time yet. So stop. No. Don't harangue me. Okay. Away. Go. Go on. Um, last one. Which billionaire do you choose? Here are your choices. Iron Man or Batman? Which billionaire do you choose? Because they're not actually, the question actually was which superhero, like 
which superhero uh like characteristics would you want or whatever but they're not actually superheroes uh in in terms of like that mm-hmm. they have their own yeah, uh they're billionaires that made they have abilities toys. they have toys right so iron man or batman i i want to say that i want to hang out with iron man um only because i think batman yeah, like what's the? Is, are we? Yeah, are we hanging out with them? We 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 like we it's are chosen, them. It's just chosen we superhero. I'm an Iron Man girl, but um, because he's more charismatic, but also uh, the their their backgrounds are so vastly different. Tony Stark grew up in privilege, yes, and so so did Bruce Wayne. But Tony Stark grew up with his father was absent as far as like he was working all the time but he grew up with the father you know he's his parents didn't just suddenly die and that that's why he became a superhero he actually became a superhero out of selfish reasons i think at first yeah um so whereas are we we hanging out with them whereas bruce wayne has this and also gotham (laughs) city is so dark and why wouldn't you be broody and depressed So, so you say Batman because he's got the Batcave. So you're going to hang out in the Batcave. I want to hang out in penthouses and at parties. Not really. I don't want to hang out in either of those places. But I, um, I do. I just want to hang out in that the, the, the view. The view. Yeah, the view's house. nice. The I prefer personality-wise, even though they're both obnoxious. Um, Tony Stark. Yeah, I think I agree. Tony Stark. Movie wise, I do. I mean, but I Michael Keaton was the best Batman, though. Michael Keaton's the best Batman. They brought him back, and then they did. They they brought him back in the newest. Uh, yeah, in the it's yeah, it's not released yet. Right? Well, they brought him back in the Flash too. I think they brought him back already. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I, I want to say <laughs> it was it the in the Flash that they brought him brought his character because right because in the new. I might be spoil spoilers right here, but um, I think he, he crosses timelines or whatever with his with his running, and so in one of them, uh, it is Michael Keaton's. It was very exciting. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. <laughs> Catch day. That's it. Uh, we are not going to jump on discord today because we um, have a guest visiting us. Uh, I still feel the same way I felt at the beginning of the show. So uh, about, about how consider about consideration. I still don't take it back. Are they alive? (laughs) They're alive. Okay. Good. Good job, everybody. Um, We love you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Even when we have no idea what the fuck's going on. Thanks for always being here with us. Thanks for participating in our shenanigans with us um, and loving us and supporting us. Uh, follow us on our social medias. Uh, Queen Kitty Seltzer has her own social medias. So um, you can look up Queen Kitty Seltzer on uh, TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. I think we have a Twitter account that we don't use. And I, I believe we're on LinkedIn. Um, 
And then, um, of course, we're on threads. And uh, again, we don't use it. Uh, but we do use our Instagram and our TikTok uh, and our Facebook relatively often. Uh, you can follow the Cannabis Closet, uh, solo.to slash Cannabis Closet 420. Uh, our TikTok has a different name, but everything else is, uh, I think, pretty much under uh, either the Cannabis Closet podcast or Cannabis Closet 420. So, it, it, you know, just go to the solo link and it'll take you to all of them. It can take you there. Um, like, comment, share, and all that stuff. And uh, again, thanks for um, being here and loving us and supporting us. And uh, we'll we'll maybe maybe we'll see you next <laughs> maybe we'll see you next Wednesday. You know. We don't we don't know yet because that's how it's been and it's summertime and you know um, get down get down. Don't forget to um, be nice to yourself and put your mask on before assisting others. Uh, cultivate love bring it to you um, and uh stay stay uh stay, stay lifted, lifted. You got a new one. oh uh-huh nice. stay lifted y'all uh and gifted we love you thank you mm. uh great way to end the show all right we'll see y'all soon bye